Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Well, it's both. I mean, Chicago's not a great team, but. I thought they looked pretty good. I think we they looked had pretty some great good. flashes, and I think that flurry, f- the fight right off the top was cool, and like it got the energy, energy going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was Borgen, right? Yeah. I like the Kinda way he U-turned on it. I like the way he just like U-turned on it. Was like, Mm-mm. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he was like he was caught up with somebody else, and then yeah, he yeah. just turned, and then it's like. But anyway, I think there's a pretty good story it. behind it. But you could make the movie about the movie. I'm telling you, you could pitch that. Yeah. Because Edward Burns went on to be in Saving Private Ryan He's and stuff. stuff. Yeah, so he like became, you know, he shot his shot. You know what I mean? So like that's, they, they'd make that. Lots of flannel, lots of combat boots. <laughs> yeah. That's really in right now, too. I'd watch that. <laughs> Jansport backpacks. Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Ooh, Nick Gizmoni's in the waiting room. All Where's right. Ryan? Ryan. Look alive. Is Here he we in? go. Is he in? I think so. I think, yeah. He's in, but he's muted and there's no video. So let's yeah. hope so one of those getting there. changes. Aha. It's not my first barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, I hear, remember you guys drink on this show? Is that like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, whatever you got. I got a koozie and then a drink right here. Uh, No, I'll just, I'll I'll do this the right way. If I'm going to do it, I'll do it with whiskey with you. Hang on a second. All right. We'll go early times tonight. We do a thing on Twitter, Nick. Uh, Every first intermission, or not everyone, but every once in a while when I remember, we during the first intermission of the games we do a uh, roll call. Where are you watching from? What are you sipping on? So nice, I like that. We're like always that. sipping on something talking. around here. Well, if I'm calling the games, I'm not. Uh, I'm not sipping on anything. But, <laughs> I ask uh, about that. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This stretch here, you you've probably reconsidered that. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna figure it out. Be, be right. What movie is that? Where is it? Major League. Where the announcers are drinking. Is it Bob Euchre? What oh, Bob yeah, it's Bob Euchre. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got the jack in the glass. I have a funny... <laughs> so, uh, Andre Kopitar, uh, who plays for the uh, yep. LA Kings, obviously, is my uh, one of my best friends. And when when he was coming up, uh, I was living in Los Angeles, and we were hanging out a ton. And he, he, he'd come from Slovenia. He hadn't really seen a lot of movies. So, like, we were indoctrinating him with, like, Slapshot and... Um, uh, you know, Major League, Airplane, The Goonies, Stand By Me, oh, Airplane. Um, yeah. you know, all the, you know, the, 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 you know, the 80s rom-coms and comedies and everything oh, like yeah. that. So he loved Major League. He loved Major League. And that was the year, it was 2012, the Kings won the Stanley Cup. And they had barely gotten into the playoffs. They got into the playoffs by like one point. And he says, he, I remember the game after they got in, they won the game and it got them into the playoffs. And we were hanging out after the game and he looks at me and he goes, well, he goes, only thing left to do now is win the whole fucking thing. And <laughs> <laughs> they win the whole damn thing. Like, yes. Welcome to America. It's yeah. <laughs> amazing. God bless you. Kopitar was a big part of that run, too. I mean, massive. Yeah, massive. Good. He's such a great human being, man. Yeah. I, ah, 
you know, awesome hockey player, even better guy. Like, I mean, cool. that guy awesome. would drop anything if I needed it. And I would for him too. But yeah, great guy. Just great guy. Nick, thanks for doing this, man. Um, uh, I, I mean, what an honor to have you on here and shout out to Ryan and uh, everybody who set this up, man. Thank you. Uh, hey, listen, it's my pleasure. I, I, this is actually one of my favorite things about getting to do hockey games is getting to, to talk to to other hockey fans and other fans of the team and whatnot. So everywhere, every, all the teams that I've been at in the last few years, I've always tried to, uh, I've always tried to do it. Like, I don't want to ever say no to this kind of stuff. It's great. You guys are awesome. So I'm pumped, <laughs> I'm pumped to be here. Oh, thanks, You're a hockey lifer too, Nick. I know you've done like sports and, or you've done soccer and tennis and the Olympics, but you, you grew up playing hockey. So you're kind of yeah. returning to, to your bread and butter here with the Kraken. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Always was the goal. Uh, you know, I played at a pretty high level in Detroit growing up and I got, I got hurt my first year of juniors and wasn't really able to kind of ripped away from me a little bit to be honest with you and luckily my coach uh at the time I was playing for a, a, a team in Detroit called Compu where uh, uh my coach uh at the time were coaching the organization a guy by the name of Mike Vellucci um who's now the assistant coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins he took uh he just we just had a bond you know he's just one of those coaches in life that just sort of kind of you know, a little bit of a father figure, you know, kind of a big brother, just whatever, an unbelievable human being. I mean, and he's still one of my closest friends to this day, but he told me I should uh, just announce the games for our, for the junior team, the, the North American Hockey League team. And my high school had a radio station. So I was 15, 16 years old. And mm. I started announcing games on my, uh, my high school radio station for the team that I was going to play for. And it turned into a career. Uh, you, you know, I think the goal was always to do games in the NHL, but it's weird. The broadcasting path is tough. Uh, you know, I, I ended up going to Los Angeles and I did the Olympics for, for 13 years. Uh, you know, it, it took me, it took me 22 years to get a job in the NHL. Wow. And in 2017, I started doing games for the, for the Vegas Golden Knights. And then I was with the Chicago Blackhawks for a minute and and now here, but wow. hockey's always hockey. Hockey was always the goal, and to work directly with the team was always the goal as well, too. So it's been a fun last last five years have been a lot of fun. Wait, before we get really going, Kev, we gotta like officially start this thing, don't we? <laughs> I feel we like should, we're already bro. going, but th- this should. isn't even it felt the show like we yet. were going. Yeah, this isn't this even is the not, episode. Should we, should we start now? Should we do it? <laughs> well, well, you're you're, can we you're release the you show just, or what? Oh, oh. Oh, he said it! Let's do it! Let's do it! Young fish. What's cracking? What's cracking? We cracking. We cracking. We dipping. We diving. We sliding. We snapping. Hockey in Seattle, boy. We all about the action. Release the show. Release the show. What's up, everybody? We are released the show. We are Seattle's Cracking Podcast. We got our boy Nick Ismondi hanging out here with us. Nick, so glad you're here with us, hanging oh, out, yeah. talking some cracking. We are awesome. proudly brought to you by Simply Seattle, your home for the PNW Apparel. Check out their guys. They're I don't know if you've been to their website recently. I hope you have, but their $25 hoodies are back. These were like completely sold out around Christmas. So check these things out if you've not been to Simply Seattle. RTS 10, 10% off your purchase. Oh, and yeah. also, Kevin, yes. don't forget to hit us up on all social media at Release the Show, everybody. Join the hashtag RTS family that is growing rapidly out there. Instagram, Twitter, not TikTok yet because um, I don't think any <laughs> of us have a TikTok. Yeah, we, we need to. Nick, can, do you know how to use TikTok? Can yeah. you coach us up a little bit? Yeah. 
No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So none of us know how to use TikTok. Nephew, uh, my 13 year old nephew is a savant at it. So I can, I'm sure. Look us can, up. On a, on, a, on a retainer, we can just grab him. He's yeah. A golfer, so we can just get yeah. him going right does away. He, does he need an internship or anything like that? <laughs> I have a general idea of what it is, but it's, it's nonsensical to me. I really don't. I would be completely lost. I think I did one. I think I've done one TikTok in my life with my nephew that he talked me into a couple of years ago. Otherwise I, I don't even think I have the app on my phone. <laughs> the old TikTok, the beginnings of TikTok, and it's still there is a lot of dancing, but it's so much more. I can't say that I'm an expert, but <laughs> I think we should try to make a point. Chris is a TikTok fan. I it think. sounds like Chris is a closet yeah. TikTok I, guy. Well, I, I have it. I just don't you do anything TikTok on it. Oh, right. wow. I'm a voyeur on there, but there's, there's much more to it. I think, I think we should join guys. I think we should get a, an RTS TikTok going. I really do. Hashtag. He just likes to watch. <laughs> Put that on my plate. I'll, I'll get it. Well, it great being here. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just lost. Well, I, oh, no. Well, speaking <laughs> Speaking of just liking to or liking to watch, Chris was at the game last night. We Nick, we finally want to get. We used to do predictions on this show. It's almost turned to like, when are we gonna win a game? Um, but we got one last night. What changed last night? Why did the Kraken finally get a W when it's been you know the well's been dry for so long here? Uh, you know, I'm I'm a, I, you know I kind of fancy myself as a as a bit of a hockey expert. I've played the game, I've coached the game, I've scouted it, I've I've broadcasted it. Uh, so I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of of what's going on and why. And the answer to the last night uh, was very simple. And um, drawing on all those years of hockey knowledge, it's because they got a puppy. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Dang it. Uh, I thought he was going to say me because I know I, I thought there. maybe oh, yeah. all no, the credit to Davy Jones. That's all Davy Jones. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because they got no, a puppy uh, and it was so, a day game, maybe. Was, was you, know, you know, that's actually probably tougher for those guys oh. uh, because it throws their routine off so much. I think, listen, I think it, at, at some point here, uh, when you're going through hell, you just have to keep going. And even though they had lost, uh, what was it, nine, uh, nine, nine straight, with that, even with that overtime, I'm counting that as a, as a loss. Um, there were bright moments. There were, there were bright moments for me. They just mm -hmm. were running up against teams that were rolling a little bit. Los Angeles was rolling. There's, you know, Colorado's Colorado. There's, there's just, there were moments within that streak that they were, oh, they were right there and they played so good, but it just wasn't enough to get them over the edge. I would have to imagine they took a hard look at themselves uh, in between those two games, that last loss and then the win. And there were some conversations had in that locker room. And I think guys probably looked around at each other and said, hey, let's go. Like, this is what I need you to be better for me, teammate A. Or this is what I need you to do better. Uh, and, and I think, you know, when those moments happen and when you're so close and then you kind of have that sort of real talk with one another, you can find a way to turn it around. And now you build on that. That's a big win last night That's yeah. a big, or yesterday. Yeah. afternoon. It's a big win against a good Chicago team and a very impressive Marc-Andre Fleury. So, yeah. well, and it's not getting any easier, though, for us with like these injuries lately, either with Turbo going down, Schwartz out for a bit. Yeah. I mean, that can't help. Right. There's been some bad luck, no, no question about it, but you've got to maintain that next man up mentality. And um, especially in these current crazy times that we're living in right now with guys and protocols and, and whatnot. I mean, I'm very excited to see that they're going to not be testing asymptomatic players anymore. I think that's, yeah. I think that's going to help us kind of push through this, through this at the end here, but 
Yeah, I mean, the injuries are always a part of it. You don't want them to come consecutively like that, and you certainly don't want them – well, you don't want them to any guy in your team. You don't want them back-to-back, and you don't want them to two heartbeat guys. And, you know, I think that throws a wrench in things too. So there was a lot of circumstances sort of that play into that. You're not getting the goaltending that you necessarily want. That's been – better these last few games in my opinion so there's little things there's little things I'm all I'm a, I'm a as people will know as Seattle fans figured I'm a glass half full guy like I'm I'm a, I've always tried to find the positive in, in in sports and in life I just you know I've had enough things go on in my life that if if you start looking at it half empty it gets a little it gets it weighs on you. So I'm a half full guy all the time. So I think there's positives coming. And Nick, speaking of that next man up, I mean, have you given any thought to telling Ross, hey, go solo, man, and go down to Coach Hack and say, hey, mic me up during the game. I'm a former player. Put me in there. I mean, we're down bodies. Maybe we get you in there for the crowd. You know, I think I think I think your best choice to a guy who's in incredible shape still. And I was just on the ice with him or uh, shooting some stuff the other day. JT Brown can still play, boys. Like mm. I was like, I was kind of looking at JT on the ice the other day when we were messing around with each other. And I was like, dude, you can probably still do this. <laughs> Pull <laughs> so him out of the booth. You want to take JT Brown out of me. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Like, well, I could be like a, I could be like a warm up guy and like feed pucks, but like game speed, there's no chance. These guys would skate circles around. I mean, maybe we do a media scrimmage, you know, Chris, yeah, I mean, Brett and I, there, there might be a little wall walking going on, holding on, but maybe all of us can, can, you know, lace them up and uh, go head to head. It's just, Give it a shot. I'm down. If the big rig comes after Chris, you're going to have to, you're going to have to drop the mitts with the, with the rig. If yeah. Chris is our enforcer. Happy to. I can <laughs> yeah, skate. Yeah. I just can't stop. You know, I'm like, I'm like that kid in D2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll stop when you hit the wall. Yeah, eventually. Right. Yeah. The whole place is encircled by it. Yeah. Just yeah. pick a direction. I'm a pretty new hockey fan, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I played EA NHL for years, but <laughs> yeah. that's about Count. it. Oh. Um, yeah. But for, to us, you know, and even during this streak here, it just seemed like, you know, they had to change something up or try to do something different, like, schematically I don't even know if that's the right words because you know they were giving up a lot of goals in that certain area Kev the one kind of <laughs> close to the goal the, it's that the, the high uh, danger zone Brett <sighs> yeah the danger zone yeah wait there it is there we go yeah. okay All right. um it's Nick it sounds better when that music comes right after what sorry. we said so just pretend that <laughs> sorry, pretend I, that came right after I hit the wrong button Thanks, Nick Brett. it's part of my charm but anyway right in front of uh have right they in front of Nick have too. they switched Jeez. something up now or did you see anything different in that uh Blackhawks game sort of schematically yeah so what you're talking uh so instead of schematically uh in hockey it's systems oh okay so so you're looking at you're just looking at the way that these guys operate and what system they're playing. Okay. And, and systems can be anything from how they come through the neutral zone to how they set up offensively to what their structure is in the defensive zone. Um, this team is always, was always planning on being a defense first team. Uh, they were going to rely on good goaltending and solid defense to spark offense and go from there. Um, when you talk about high danger areas, you're talking about situations. Yeah. Where? Yeah, yeah. Where? <laughs> he said it. The high danger areas. Ah, it starts with a Z, Nick. Oh, the the, high... I'm sorry. Yes, the the high danger zone. <laughs> oh, oh no, I was on the wrong button. Come again. on, Brett. My God, Brett, you're ah! killing us here. I'm not gonna tee you up like that anymore. <laughs> um, and we're yeah. supposed to be professional. I'm trying, man. 
Well, yeah. I'm having a problem Sorry, with Nick. my schematics. Uh, I'm having yeah. a problem with my schematics and my uh, systems. Nick, I hope you, you don't you count start, this. Like, you, why don't you just hit me with like one of the romantic songs from Top Gun? Like, <laughs> there you go. Call. If we're going to give a nod to, to Mr. Bruckheimer, just hit me with I mean, uh, I can just sing it if we don't I'm have gonna, a button uh, for it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to go have that shower now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't count this as a broadcasting loss, Nick, and you're going to no, carry no, a losing good, streak good, into good, your good, next good. broadcast. Um, so uh, basically, though, uh... <laughs> oh, my gosh, I have that. That's incredible. That was fast. Um, I had to make up for it. This team is inside their own zone. It, it, you run around a little bit. The, the plan, the system will work. But when you get up against a team like Colorado or even like Chicago that has weapons like Debrinket and uh, Patrick Kane um, and Jonathan Taze, they they get behind you so quick that you're running to play catch up. So when the Seattle Kraken are at their best, they're stopping those chances at the blue line. They're breaking up passes and not letting teams set up inside their own zone before they even get in the zone. Mm-hmm. They're winning battles along the wall. They're putting sticks in passing lanes and breaking things up. But when when a team is able to get into that zone quickly, when they come through neutral ice so fast and then set up offensively, that's when you start scrambling. That's when you start running around. That's when pucks are coming in at the hash marks. And that's when, uh, if your goaltender is struggling and giving up rebounds, second and third chances are happening mm-hmm. in those sensitive soft areas and that's when goals are being scored so they really need to just do a good job of stopping things before it even gets inside the zone and then when it does you just can't panic you gotta settle in so i think the next natural question there nick is you know coach haxtell's come under some fire and we've talked about him on the show is it a system challenge with the system he's running with the team you had kind of started by saying that defense and and goaltending is really what this team is going to be built on and we haven't really seen that this year so are we talking personnel are we talking coaching where where does the challenge lie and i would say specifically with coach hack and the job he's done this season yeah i don't think you can't i mean listen you're 38 games into this thing you're 38 games into this thing with a bunch of guys that never played together before and a bunch mm-hmm. of coaches that hadn't coached before and a bunch of coaches that don't know these guys. Whether anybody wants to believe it or not, it just takes a second. It <laughs> takes a second. And and listen, it's been hard in these COVID times. The guys can't bond the way they normally do. They can't. They got cut short on that stuff at the beginning. They're kind of sequestered into hotel rooms on the road, which is where a lot of that bonding happens when they're away from their families and they're just by themselves. And it's a lot of factors. I, you can't blame one guy. You can't blame mm. Hackstall. You can't blame the goaltending. You, you can't blame the defense. In totality, hockey is best as a family and as a team sport. And in order to pull that off, everybody's got to be moving in the same direction. And you just, it takes time. It takes time to build. As a, as a guy who coached AAA hockey and, and you know, 13-year-olds, 15-year-olds, that's the first thing. It's the first thing when you get a new team. That's the first thing I do for an entire month is just make them a family, forge that bond and just fortify it. Mm-hmm. And and it just takes a minute when it's, when it's in the NHL. Um, I don't really think there's anybody to blame. I think you just got to give it time to work. The cool thing about an expansion team is that it's a journey. You're on this journey. I'm on this journey. 
those guys are on this journey and we're all figuring it out together. Hell yeah. Everybody's got a role to play and it, it will come together. Everybody wants to point to Vegas, but listen, I was there in Vegas that first year and that was a magical thing. And, mm. you know, Nate Schmidt's a good buddy of mine. And we talk, we often talk about it because it was such a thing that October one shooting happened that all the guys were on their way to go to, by the way, they were headed to that concert. Wow. And that thing happened right before the season started. And, you know, Nate tells the story all the time. He's like, we literally sat inside that locker room before the ver- first game at the home opener there at uh, uh, T-Mobile arena. And he goes, we looked around at each other and he doesn't remember who said it. And I, I, I think it actually probably was him, but, like he looked, they looked around that room and somebody spoke up and was like, we have to win hockey games hmm. right now for this city. Like boys, wow. we don't have a choice. We have to come together right now and figure this out. And so they had that galvanizing moment, right? Where they were like, okay, shit, it's bigger than us. Hmm. And, you know, terrible that that tragedy happened. My God, of course. Um, and you never want that to be the case, but moments like that, they, 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 they forge you together. And that's why we saw Vegas, um, so bonded. These guys will have a moment. They'll have, uh, you know, that, that win yesterday was big. That celebration was huge. Mm -hmm. They probably had some fun last night and today. Uh, and I think that that's, this is, I'm interested to see how things move now with the turning point. Well, and what about the Skoy wonder? There at the end. I mean, is the monkey officially off of his back here? It's a shootout goal, but a goal's a goal, right? Yeah, it doesn't count as a goal, unfortunately, for him, but it counts as a big goal. But what that does is that's him. I mean, he just he beat he beat he beat one of he beat a hockey hall of fame goaltender who's a legend to win in overtime or a shootout to stop a nine game losing streak in front of your home crowd. Yeah, that's he'll be he gonna come alive. Well now we need to make you aware of something, Nick, because <laughs> yeah. here here's a few things about release the show. I know you're a listener, but I'm not sure how long you've been a listener. Loyal loyal listener. Uh, I'm sure. We we've made up nicknames for the guys and all kinds of stuff and we've tried all kinds of things to help change their performance sometimes or whatever it is. <laughs> I mean beginning of the season, Jordan Eberly Ebbs, you know, wasn't putting the puck in the net. We start calling him Dan, you know, Jordan. We start yeah, calling yeah. him Dan. Then he can't stop scoring after that, okay? <laughs> okay. Last episode, it's true. it's true. we figured out that Don Skoy should be the, the Skoy wonder, and all of a sudden he wins the game for us. So, Nick, mm-hmm. if you want to call him Dan, or if you want to call him the Skoy wonder... I'm going to work Skoy wonder into the next broadcast, and I will give you boys a nod. Uh, cool, he scores, and I'm on the show. It'll be the Skoy wonder. I, got, <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will give you full marks. I will Love give, it. I will Amazing. Give you That's marks. big. Yes. I'll send you my address. You know where to send the chat. <laughs> <laughs> See, shoot your shot, kids. Shoot yeah, your shot. Uh, just give it a go. Give it a go. Yeah, I like that. It's the Skoy wonder. I will use that. I will use that, and I... I that's going to take off, so I won't coin it because I just don't want to take the credit. For it. <laughs> in Vegas, our reporter, Ali Lozoff, we call her Alo. So I'm a nickname, nickname. Everybody calls me Gizmo in hockey. So Gizmo, I, I love Gizmo. Um, so Alo, Alo, Ali Lozoff would come on our pregame show with Brad May and I, and uh, she would do an interview. She would do a bench interview. And whoever she interviewed would score that night. Like, she <laughs> was on an insane tear. Like, guys... <laughs> Guys were guys would get in slumps and they would literally go to the TV people and be like, "Hey, can we do the interview tonight with Allie?" 
and I, I, I mean, it ne- wow. I think it missed like, twice. Well, athletes are superstitious, right? Especially oh, yeah. hockey players. There's all kinds yeah. of legendary stories about that. And oh, I mean, yeah. look, uh, the, the, Dan is our first ever all star. So, you know, again, you're welcome. When we hang up, I'm going to call Ron and Ricky and have them get on the line with you boys and figure it out. Oh, we got all kinds of ideas. Wait till you hear about the salmon cannon. Jared McCann, yeah, is the salmon Um, McCannon. Yeah. Salmon McCannon. Mighty. And that's what they should be shooting the fish out of. Brought to you by Bill Nye the Science Guy, Seattle legend. I mean, Nick, this stuff writes itself, man. I do feel like the world we live in right now, if we start firing fish out of a salmon cannon, somebody's coming. <laughs> They're rubber, though. Uh, I feel aren't, like aren't they rubber? going to be like, no. You know what? Uh, helmet sponsorship, so no one's hurt. I mean, yeah, we we'll put can, a helmet on the fish. <laughs> we can figure this but, yeah, stuff out, I'm sure. Kraken fans will be there with nets, you know. We'll catch yeah. them. Really good. We this can catch them and release them back right onto the ice if you want. This is a good. This is sustainable. This is good. Catch and release salmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. start. I'll start. I'll start writing it down. What about Dan as an all star? Oh, sorry, Kev. I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I want to ask about Dan as an all star because first ever Kraken all star and dude's a legend already. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's exciting. I mean, he's he's uh he's been to all star games before, but I loved what he said about the fact that now he you know he's got a daughter and the experience is different, and that's important to a lot of these guys. You know, it's funny like I. I talked to I talked to my my friend Kopitar and and you know he won cups before he had kids and you know he's the it's such an emotional thing that these guys they want to do it in front of their kids they want them to be able you know to remember it uh, you know guys hang on and, and keep playing because they want their kids to get to experience that that situation so yeah I mean I think it's special for him I think it's special for the Kraken but I think it's really cool because. For him now, he gets to experience it with his family. Is Dan your kind of first half MVP? If not, who who is that player for you right now? Yeah, I would say it's him. I mean, I would have been leaning a lot towards uh, Tanev just because mm-hmm. of the, what he brought, not only in terms of production, but also just that that um, cheerleader guy, right? <laughs> like everybody, everybody loves the guy. He's the guy in the room that, you know, can say the thing to loosen the group up and to make them happen, but. Yeah, I think Dan is in consideration for me. I think uh, <laughs> he's running with it. I love it. Just it. happened. Yeah, it yeah. Is, there's so, many, there's so many guys, eh? Like, I mean, I think, I think that this team has got a lot going on in way of, of leadership. And even though they're not maybe putting points up on the board, the contribution that they're making to this group is helping this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of an all-around guy. Dan's your guy. Dan's my guy. I would, I would agree. <laughs> yes. So really, we're, we're talking about the right now. We've got this win, et cetera, et cetera. But, I, I, you know, Nick, I want to know a little bit about where we go from here. We've got the trade deadline coming up like you've talked about. Yeah, God, I, I love this question, but I always hate these questions. You know, I dodged it on NHL Network uh, radio <laughs> yesterday with my buddy Boomer, too. But it's inevitable. They're coming. I mean, the deadline is March 21st. So there's some time here. Uh, obviously that conversation is always different in terms of where you're at in standings. Um, these guys being where they're at right now, knowing Ron Francis and Ricky Olchek, as well as I do, they've got a plan A, they've got a plan B, a plan C. They probably got it all the way to plan Z in terms of what they're going to do given the situation. Uh, I don't think 
this is the year you'll see them make a big acquisition acquisition or a splash of a player, a, a big signing. I think you probably look at picks. I think you probably see what's possibly out there. I think you're probably selling. Um, and I think that you'll see some different faces for sure. Uh, this roster won't look the same at the end of the year as it looks right now. Um, are you saying you hard, could bet on it, Nick? Could, would you bet on that? <laughs> Betonline.ag. Promo code BELIEVE, spelled our way, B-L-E-A-V, for a 50% welcome bonus at betonline.ag, where the game starts. Oh, yeah, everything. Every game. Hold Football, on. basketball, hockey, Hold boxing. That was it. Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would definitely bet on that. Uh, <laughs> something will happen. Mm-hmm. They, will make, they will not be quiet at the trigger. We'll use would, BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, when you do bet on it. <laughs> Before we get out of here, for for the fans showing up every single every single day, climate pledge. I mean, what what would you kind of say to the fans right now that are sticking with this team, still excited about the direction of this team? How would you kind of coach up those fans that are that are still showing up every single game? Well, they're showing up every single game. They're fighting to the very end. That game against Colorado, they stayed in it. They fought hard all the way till the end. These guys aren't. They don't have any quitting them. They're not giving up. So don't give up on them. And I I don't think the fans will because I think Seattle is educated and they're smart sports fans. And I think that they realize the opportunity that they have right here. There are going to be some down moments. There are going to be some oopses. There are going to be some, some valleys that seem like they're, you know, to to coin their phrase in the depths of the deepest trenches of the ocean. But (laughs) There's also Mount Rainier high peaks and the other night was one of them. And there are going to be more moments like that throughout the course of the season. You're on a journey. You get to do this for the first time. There's about a million firsts left out there. So don't give up on them. Hang in there. Come out. Enjoy it. Climate Pledge Mm. is unbelievable. Mm. That place is spectacular. Johnny Greco and Aaron have put on an incredible pregame show there now. Experience is amazing. It's one of the best buildings in the NHL easily. Mm. So come on out and if you can't make it to the game, uh, watch us on TV and enjoy the heck out of that because we've got good insight for you and we're having a lot of fun on the show too. So no matter what, the experience is the experience. It's an NHL hockey game. Like, you know, God, I... I'm so damn lucky getting to do what I do. I grew up in, I grew up in Detroit with, you know, not a lot of money. And my mom and dad had to work two jobs to put me and my little brother on, on, on hockey teams and skates. And, you know, there were nights when, you know, not everybody ate, you know what I mean? And I remember going to my first, I probably started skating when I was two years old. I remember going to my first NHL game when I was like 10 and it was a Penguins Red Wings game and it was lower bowl jerseys, and the food, parking and souvenirs and the the whole damn experience and i know now how much that cost my parents to give us that experience at that nhl game but that made me into this lifelong fan you know i was i was watching the game the other day and i was up there smiling at the desk and i was with ross my partner one of my partners and uh he looked at me and he goes he goes you've got the biggest grin on your face and i said man I said, I'll tell you something right now. I don't ever have this grin on my face when I'm standing in an NHL building about to talk about this game on TV and you're paying me for it. It's time for me to do something else. So if you can make it out to hockey games and you can sit there with your family and enjoy it or take your son and your daughter and inspire them to be a hockey player or just have that one moment, that, 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 that quick moment, that smile, that whatever, that turns into a memory later, 
Oh, Red, I mean, just ready to run through a wall man. for Nick right now. Let's oh, go. I'm, I'm skating oh, up man. my, let's my go. skates. I'm ready to go. LFG, I'm ready to go. Let's go, let's man. Go. Best game in the world. Uh, hey, I, best game in the world. Oh. I'm going to every home game from here on out. Even <laughs> if I don't have tickets, I'm let's getting go. in there, and I'm telling them, you oh. told me to get you know, in here. You can, you can stand at the glass, the window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick, man, one of the things I can speak for us on the show, speak for Kraken fans, even in, in the times that are tough, one of the things is great is having you come on, break it down for us, tell us what's going on. So we are lucky to have you breaking down Kraken games. We're lucky here on Release the Show that you took a little time to hang with us. So thanks so much for joining us here and thank all of you for listening to us out there. We are Release the Show. We are Seattle's Kraken podcast. Check us out at release the show on twitter on instagram hit us up an email at release the show at gmail.com and you heard it from nick no excuses gotta be at every single home game cheering our boys on and then listen to your boys at release the show talking about those games right here so we will see you next week big oh. thanks to nick gizmondi for hanging out oh, with us it. we are brought Sorry. to you by simply seattle we will see you all soon you just made it Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.